Like the worst worst case scenario, we don't have any Dan audio. Which <laughs> just means just means it'll be a lot quieter. There won't be a lot of random clicking and banging and occasional trains going past. Okay, well this sounds like fun. So so Graham and Dan at some point might join us. We hope it's possible. Uh, Dan appears to be on the world's longest train journey, and Graham is having his tea in a restaurant at half past eight on a Wednesday because he has poor time management in Exeter, a very slow restaurant. He should have driven from Exeter to my house, and I would have cooked him some tea. It probably would have been quicker. Yeah. Um, so this is episode 138 of the Two Star Podcast. Um, are you just trying to make up for Dan not being here? I am. I'm, I'm replacing Dan's noises. You're doing a good job of it. I, I'm just, I'm just letting them know um, that they can join us. I mean, I don't know why they would have any reason to believe otherwise. Anyway, well, they might, they might not realise. Anyway, how are oh, you? Oh, God. What? <sighs> what, is this Dan arriving? Yeah. I can't hear him yet or see him. There can be a bit of lag sometimes, but oh, he's definitely here. Mm-hmm. Hooray! Hello, Dan. Hey, how are you guys? We're, we're relieved. We thought we were starting um, without you. Oops. Well, we did start without you, but we, we didn't know when you would arrive. And thankfully, you've arrived quickly. I have. Five minutes early, in fact, but yes. Yeah. Well, either way, we now have three people. Yes. Um, and we may have four if Graham uh, pulls his finger out. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, we'll just have to soldier on. We two star podcast, we are great. Spreading love, denouncing hate. Our listenership is very few, but we love every one of you. Even poor There's man. One more thing I have to say, intended in a hopeful way. Cold brew hipster, please be my friend. I'm sorry I called you a ballet. And see how we do. Yep. I think we can we can manage that. And Chris, you no longer need to fill in for Dan. So No, I've stopped typing now. Yeah, I've noticed. Good good. Um, yeah. The reason it's so loud is because I um you know work gave me a fancy um USB microphone headset thing. Oh yes. Yes. well I lost it. <laughs> so <laughs> So job, we're Chris. we're back to low tech recording. Okay. I mean, to be fair, the audio quality is not substantially worse. So no, as, as long as I don't don't rub my computer at all. Mm. Which I mean is just good advice in general. I feel. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know who's driving this week. It must be. Chris's it must be turn. my turn. Yeah. And me driving is very appropriate because today I have had the fun of a hire car. Ooh, boy. Uh, I had to go. Did you to... lose your car? No, 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 I didn't. But work shouldn't really have trusted me with a car, with my track record. True. Um, I had to go to a meeting, and they said I couldn't drive my own car because I was going out of county. Hmm. Even though I could have driven further and stayed within Dorset uh, than where I went. Okay. But there you are. That's that's a policy, and so. We asked for a small car for me, and they gave me a uh, Skoda Octavia Estate. Nice. Okay. I mean, I guess in some context that could be described as small. It's smaller than some cars. Smaller than a house. True. Yeah. yeah. Also that. Like, yeah. Did, you, did you specify any particular metric by which the size of the car should be measured? I did not, no. Well, then it's very much your own fault. Yeah. Yeah. But it was good fun. It had a sports mode, which I put on occasionally mm. to race people off the lights. Um, <laughs> uh, it had a normal mode, which was fine. It had an eco mode, which was very boring. I can imagine. Yeah. 
Is that not right up your vegan street? What, eco-mode? Yes. Um, well, it didn't seem to make much difference. Just made it a little bit more boring. Mm. I mean, that does sound a lot like veganism. It does. Mm. Yeah, perhaps. No, it was, it was fine. It was good fun. It didn't have a CD player. It was so far in the future. Yeah, that's, had... I mean, that's kind of more and more common now. I work with someone that's still got a tape deck. Is it you, Chris? <laughs> it's not me, no. <laughs> I just assumed that it would be. I mean, I, I wish I had a tape deck. That would be very cool. It's an 8-track. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that was good. I drove a car. I think I won't uh, cost my company any money in fines. Good. I don't I mean, think I damaged that, it. I think that's how you, you. That's pretty much how you measure a success, isn't it? Yeah, I did make one error in that I last night parked it underneath a tree, and did it get treed on. Uh, it got it got treed on. Yes, by the tree that seems to be producing a lot of sap at the moment. Mm, well, it's spring. and. And also shitted on by pigeons. Well, yes, that is always a problem. Okay, well, that's great. Was there anything else about your your exciting car journey you wanted to share? Uh, No, I don't think so. Excellent. Well, I mean, it sounds like you've had a wonderful time. I I did have a wonderful time. So when when was this? Was this today? Today, yes, the very day. Wow. Well, I... Have I was away for the weekend mm. um, because it was my brother's wedding. Yep, looked very nice. Getting married. Um, it was very nice. It was extremely hot. Yep. Um, and he had hired out a basically converted country house in Surrey. Uh, actually, technically Hampshire. Um, <sighs> calm down. Uh, which, lovely, mm. lovely place. But it was like... 26 degrees and very, very sunny with not a lot of shade. <laughs> and and I presumably quite a lot of ginger people there. Uh, well, no, because my brother's not ginger. He looks ginger to me, mate. He's not. Well, I mean, like, maybe mm. very slightly, but you wouldn't look at him and say he was ginger. He's blonde. Um, well, that's, that's just as bad. Um, well, arguably, but <laughs> I wasn't going to go yeah. there. Uh, Just and, as bad. Um, for, from the from the point of view, um, I need to clarify this. Uh, Dan, I don't want to get accused of. Mute yourself before you headbutt your keyboard repeatedly. It's oh, I can really do that. Can't I? Yeah, yeah, Dan. I'm I'm muting myself when I eat my calippo. Um, oh, okay, sorry. I just thought of something yeah. to add to the the content. Yes, thing. I can see you typing. But yes, it was very very loud. I could literally hear every letter. Um, so to to clarify, the yes. the blondes are just as bad as gingers. Um, what <laughs> I meant by that was in terms of uh, risk of being sunburnt. Ah, well, yes, yes rather no. than yeah, I didn't didn't mean it as a in it's a hate bad, speech kind of way. But... I meant it in a that 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 um of all of the people in the world, those are the ones that least want to be outside on a sunny day because of sunburn. True, although gingers have it worse, to be fair. Um, typically, mm. our skin is awful. And mine is. I did not get sunburnt, uh, but I did sweat a lot in a suit. Um, <laughs> mm. Yeah. Was fine. But it was very nice. Uh, I have way. heard that there there is a way that um, ginger people can get a suntan now. Wasn't there some science done a few months ago? I mean, ago? I can get a suntan, it just is quite a lot of effort and lasts about 30 seconds. I think they, in, I mean, I can't remember it exactly, but I think they they give you some drugs with some things in and then they replace the enzyme that doesn't naturally occur and then you can get a suntan. I'm not really that bothered about having a suntan. I mean, it'd be nice to be slightly less pasty, but I'm not fussed about tanning. It's My thoughts really are thing. is that it would it it would look a little bit strange. Yes, it definitely does. If you do see like a tanned ginger, it's just wrong. Mm. Yeah, but you're allowed to say that. Yes, me and Dan are not. No, no, and, on, and we on, wouldn't. I, I, I Dan feel might. Like but on on the subject of hate speech, mm-hmm. 
Mm, um, yeah. I think this would be this would be a good segue into everybody's uh, favourite racist uh, mum, uh, Roseanne. Surely she's a grandma by now. Uh, well, yes, she is, but I think most people, certainly in the UK anyway, would just associate her with the TV show, the original run of the TV show, rather than anything else. Like, I don't even know what she's done since then, apart from appearing in that magazine where she dressed up as Hitler and put some gingerbread man into an oven. Hang on, and what? A joke. I knew she'd done racism in the meantime. I didn't realise they were oh, quite have you that not, bad. Have you not seen that? No. There's, uh, there was, uh, there was uh, yeah. Um, she... The dressing as Hitler gingerbread man thing, I'm not familiar with that. Yes, yeah, so there's a photo shoot that she did um, for a magazine, and um, she basically dressed up as Hitler... And was putting gingerbread men into an oven, and the like headline for the article interview thing was some uh, like play on putting Jews into the oven. Um, I'll have to see if I can dig it out. Um, I think I think for that kind of claim, you need the direct quote. Fine, I will find it now. Uh, so my, um, how does that come about? I mean, I'm quite naive in terms of so when people do a photo shoot because it's like at their house, isn't it? Generally, we went to such and such's house to to see them, and here, oh, well, am I thinking of like Perfect Homes magazine or Hello magazine? But so apparently, uh, yeah. So there was context to this, uh, which obviously. Uh, no, we don't want the context. I know that's why no. I'm not going to provide that. I'm going <laughs> to provide you the link to the picture. It's and quite horrific. The title for the photographs was That Oven Feeling. That oh, like that loving feeling. Yes, but with Jews and Hitler. That, um, okay, why? now, so my question is this. Is... How, how did this come about? So it was for a, uh, a satirical Jewish magazine. Mm-hmm. It was for a satirical Jewish magazine. Yes. Okay. Um, called Heeb. Okay. Um, so, she, rather weirdly, has said, how, how much she believes this or not, uh, but she has actually said that she believes she may be the reincarnation of Hitler. Oh, oh, okay. What? Well, then, then that makes then that's fine, then, isn't it? Um, so, the uh, the guy who wrote about it said, "As I wait for Bar to arrive, I contemplate the pop culture folklore that surrounds her, the alleged multiple personality disorder, the rollercoaster relationship with Tom Arnold, the theory, her own, that she may in fact be the re- the reincarnation of Adolf Hitler, who sh- whom she has requested to be dressed as for her Hebe photo shoot." <laughs> yeah. Then this is this is the question I had that I hadn't quite articulated is. Whose idea was it to dress as Hitler? <laughs> because... Seemingly hers, and apparently, apparently she's Jewish, which I did not know. Okay. Um... Well, I mean, sure, why not? Um, but so, so there are some. Sometimes people get done in. F- I, I haven't been drinking tonight. I don't, I don't know what's happening. Um, Maybe that's the problem. Mm. You can't fall without the alcohol. <laughs> Sometimes, when celebrities are young and they don't have good management, they'll arrive at a photo shoot and the photographer will say, it's fine, it's fine, it's just for a laugh. Yeah, we're just, we're just Why don't you dress up, up as Hitler? Um, and, and then they think, oh, that was a mistake afterwards. But this is someone who is... I mean, in more senior years, quite think, experienced. So this, was, this was about ten years ago, so I think she was in her late forties. Okay. Early fifties, something like that. But it was her idea. Mm. Yes. Okay, because so it she, was. She, however, honestly, be- may believe that she is the reincarnation of Hitler. Okay, so it was between. It was when Roseanne, between Roseanne being cancelled, and it being brought back. Yeah, it's only yeah. been brought back this year. This year. Okay, so it's not that recent then. No, this was 2009, this photo shoot. Oh, well, 2009 was a, a different age, it wasn't was it? It was very much a time of a resurgence for Hitler. I mean, I, I don't... 
I can't remember a single day where I didn't see somebody dressed as Hitler in 2009. Wasn't that about the same time that Harry dressed as Hitler? I have no idea. That could have been decades ago, for all I know, and very bad with time. Hang on, one second. Um, but in either case, it scarcely matters that she did that, because what she did uh, recently was um, compared a former Obama staffer uh, to the love child of the Muslim Brotherhood and someone from Planet of the Apes. Yeah, no, that was super racist. Yeah. Uh, now... But hang on, I think, didn't I hear a thing? Um, it wasn't her fault, drugs made her do it. Yes, so she has claimed that she has been on Ambien, which is a sleeping tablet, uh, and that made her racist. But the makers of Ambien have made a formal statement uh, saying that, as it stands, racism is not a known side effect of any of their products. Oh, okay. But, I mean, drugs affect people in different ways, don't they? They do, but nonetheless, from what they have said, nowhere in the packet does it mention a side effect of racism. Well, they need to update their packaging then, don't they? Well, quite possibly. I mean, they may simply have come across the first instance of their um, causing racism. What did Shia LaBeouf do? Uh, Did 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 he do do some racism in a toilet? Is that right? (laughs) I honestly I don't, don't know. Think did. I mean, this is this is risky. Me, me, very vaguely remembering. I Didn't he think... have like a mini, a mini? Breakdown? I know he had a oh, he's had loads of meltdowns, uh, but I don't think he's done a racism. Maybe he did. Hang okay, on. I don't know. Um, but either way, her show has now been just axed instantly. ABC came out and said we're cancelling it immediately, which a lot of people have been surprised by because it was doing fantastically well ratings-wise because it was basically a quite right-wing sitcom because Roseanne was in charge of it and seemingly she's quite, quite racist. Trumpy, isn't she? She's very Trumpy. Mm-hmm. And they, they were having a lot of... Donald Trump formally congratulated her on the success of the show and said it was very much for people like him which should have started ringing alarm bells immediately. Mm. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Sheila Berth did do a racism. He abused some oh, okay. police officers last year. Yeah. Very sorry. Was it? Was it? Oh, so he, he did a black racism. Yeah. I think also it was after he'd done a bunch of other meltdowns and stuff. So. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. You know, obviously anyone can be racist. There's not uh, an entrance exam or anything. Mm. But I think this... he was doing drugs, so I think there is this link now. Well, you see, this is a concern. What and if Gibson, actually... When Gibson done the racism, he was uh, he was how, doing how, drugs. I thought he was how just many... drunk. Well, that's a drug. Uh, no, it's not. It's a drink. Drink and drugs. That's how it works, Chris. Yeah. Mm, so you've got no response to that, have you? I think it's all drugs. Yeah, but you're a vegan. You would think that. But what it means is that how how many drugs must Tommy Robinson be taking? Well, I mean, do drugs make you actively stupid? Oh, well, some I mean, do. I mean, based on my <laughs> based on my extensive research, yeah. based, <laughs> some of them based do, on, but on only temporarily. New drug logic. If if you can get racism from taking drugs, then surely you must be able to get stupid from taking drugs as I mean, well. I can understand why Roseanne would think, given all her history of racism, given you know, Donald Trump and all that, she could probably quite happily do a racist thing and no one would give a shit. But Tommy Robinson, having been told, you know, don't do this thing that you're continuing to do, if you do this thing that you're continuing to do, we're going to arrest you and activate the suspended sentence for doing the thing that you continue to do. What you yeah, do? I mean, there, there was there was very much... No, to be fair, to my knowledge, nobody had told Roseanne not to make racist statements on Twitter. Well, no, that's my point. So, really, that seems like a solid defence to me. Mm. Yeah, she just Whereas, didn't Whereas, you know, Tommy Robinson didn't actually do a racism in this case. No. He was just doing something he'd been explicitly told by a judge not to do, otherwise he would go to prison. I think there was a racism tangentially involved. Oh, there was a lot of racism involved. It's just the thing that he was doing wasn't specifically a racism. Mm. 
it was just loitering outside a court filming when he'd been told not to do that. Well, I think he was also accusing the defendants of being Muslim paedophiles or something like that. Uh, he was, yes. Um, now, you know, that may well be the case, but he'd been told not to say that because yeah. it is, you know, prejudicial and you're not supposed to do that. Otherwise, you get found in contempt of court and sent to prison. Yep. Uh, or uh, summarily executed by the state without trial, if you're anybody who likes Tommy Robinson. What? Like he's it's have you not have you not seen that he's been like disappeared by the deep state as part of a conspiracy to kill white people? Is he not just in prison? Oh well, I mean that's what they want you to he's think. Probably a body double or something. But I think I think this like he didn't get any rep- he did not get he didn't get any representation. There was no trial. Everything was done in secret. Uh, there was a media blackout to prevent anybody from finding out about it. Uh, he was he was arrested purely for speaking uh, the truth and Obviously. not for committing any kind of crime. And yeah, he'll never be seen again because the the government wants to silence him. Well, everything you've told me now, I mean, I, I think that's outrageous. Mm. I mean, it would be. You're right, I can't argue with that. No, I mean, if, if what you've said is true, then that is definitely wrong. Yeah, if the things that I'd said were in any way true, it would be appalling. Hmm. I see that you're ready to do a big reveal, and... Um... No, I feel it's not really necessary. No. Okay. We've, we've reached a point in general discourse now where anybody who actually would believe the things that I just said is not going to be swayed by any evidence to the contrary, and anybody who wouldn't be swayed by what I've just said wouldn't have been swayed by what I just said. Yes. Oh, well, it's all fine then. Yeah. I mean, that's not the conclusion I draw, but yes, we're covered. It does lead to this rather weird thing, though, where we've got all these reporting restrictions that only work in the UK, and so as a consequence, you end up with all of these people, especially almost entirely, in fact, in the American right wing who just constantly write stories about what's happening with their own spin isn't really the right word because spin implies taking a thing that is true and manipulating the way that you report it to, you know, benefit your agenda. Whereas what they're actually doing is talking utter bollocks Mm. But there's no counter to that argument because all the people that could actually report on it in some way that vaguely resembles the truth are prohibited from doing so by the reporting restrictions. Mm. I think the difficulty is that the proper media has the idea that it needs to be balanced. Mm -hmm. And that used to mean quite a different thing. When, When you had two two centrist parties, one centre-left, one centre-right, they would have two opposing points of view that both both were tangentially... That's not a word, is it? They they both had some kind of roots to reality and the actual situation on the ground. And what you have now is somebody who believes a thing that's completely insane mm. and somebody that says, well, but that's not true. And they go, oh, well, you've heard both sides. There's some balance now. Or you also get the situation of two people who believe something that is totally unhinged from reality, mm. who just yell at each other for five minutes while uh, a presenter attempts vainly to get either of them to address even slightly the question that was actually being asked. Did you see Maidley? Yes, on, I quite on... liked that. I, I yeah. did not. I missed that. <laughs> he was interviewing uh, Gavin Williamson. Is that right, Gavin yeah. Williams? Gavin Williamson. What? Williamson. Which one's he? The Defence Secretary. He's the... Oh, he's... oh the yeah, he's the one that... One. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. Yes. And uh, Richard Maidley asked him three asked him three times and said, right, you're not going to answer my questions, so interview terminated. <laughs> Which was Good. heroically timed with a random elephant wandering round in the background. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, no, I, I think it's... it's. I don't know how you solve the reporting thing, because you can't... On the one hand, you don't want people like, you know, dickhead going around prejudicing trials mm. by standing outside 
recording videos um, in which he determines one way or the other whether somebody is guilty of a crime uh, unilaterally. And on the other hand, if you don't allow reporting, then everything is just one-sided bullshit for America. Mm. I mean, I still feel like the the correct solution at the moment is uh, cleansing apocalyptic fire. So in well, many ways, the good news is, I'm pro-Trump. Yeah. The good news is we're well on track at this point. Exactly. So really, it'll all be fine soon. As the old song goes, we will all go together when we go. Oh, that's lovely. It is. Have you heard the Tom Lehrer song? I like that. No, sing it to me. Uh, I can't really, apart from the chorus. Look it up on Spotify. It's we'll, awesome, we'll, awesome. we'll join in. We'll join in once you get to the course. Dan, you know you can't use words like that around Chris. Um, tell you what, I'll email you a copy of it and you can splice it into the, the thing. No, sing it now. No. What? Just whatever you know. I literally just know the chorus of We Will All Go Together When We Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sing it. We will the chorus can't be a single line. When we go. Yeah, oh, keep going. Go. That's, yeah, that's, that's all the words I can remember. <laughs> oh, come on, Dan. You must remember more than that. Also fused with an incandescent glow. Brilliant. Keep going. No one will have the endurance to collect on their insurance. Lloyds of London will be loaded when they go... Yes, that's right. You know loads of it. Don't don't be hiding. I, I was your literally desperately trying to remember that as you put me under pressure. So frankly, I'm astonished I remembered that much. So now you've got the whole the whole thing. Those four lines. Yeah, that, so that's basically the how top. it goes. And there's from the top. We will all go together when we go. Also fused with an incandescent glow. No one will have the endurance to collect on their insurance. Lloyds of London will be loaded when they go. Hey! Thank you, Dan. That was probably very bad, but never mind. I'll say, I'll send you the... Yeah. You can look up the proper version and splice it in so you can see just how badly I did. When, um, whenever I uh, witness you singing, mm. it is lovely, but I do... I do think to myself, but this guy's in a choir, and how does it, so how does it I sing tally? My... Because your singing is it's lovely, but it doesn't strike me as being very choiry. So it's more of a street performance that you do, isn't it? It's a bit more. But that's grimy. the benefit of being in a choir, isn't it? That you're basically you're masked by all the other people. Well, it's not so much masked. It's just that you have a you generally practice rather than try and do it on like thirty seconds notice. B, you have someone to give you the right starting note. Um, and C, you've got other people, so if you do temporarily forget something, you can kind of just listen to them and get back on track. I reckon you're like Plan B, in that you... Um... What, the contraceptive? <laughs> the, I'm trying the... to work out how that analogy would work, but but sure, carry the, on. The, the rapper, the rapper Plan B. Yes. Not a rapper. Um, what would he say was... Maybe a rapper, maybe hip hop. I don't know, but he does like urban. Urban, yeah. So he does a kind of rappy music. Yes, and he'll do an album of that, and then he'll do an album of um, soul music, doesn't he? Mm. And so when you when you sing to us your little songs here, mm. that's a very different art form, isn't it, to when you're in the choir? Yeah. Also, I'm sitting down, which doesn't help. And I haven't warmed up, which doesn't help. Okay, well, warm up. We've got time. I don't want to. Come on, Dan. You can give us a singing masterclass. I really can't. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I think that's probably true. Um, but Gosh. it would be fun. It would be fun for you to try. Uh, fun for you, yes, but not for me. Oh, okay. Well, fine then. You don't, you don't do that, then choose us something else to do. Um, okay, so um, you know how ages and ages ago uh, we Graham had that obsession with R. Kelly? <laughs> and yes, we, I do. we did the, the d- dramatic reading of things like Gonna Get You Pregnant and Remix to Ignition and all that jazz. I, I do, because I wanted it to stop very much. Yes, Um the whole world has um, has suddenly caught up to where we were by actually listening to his fucking lyrics and also realising that he did some other naughty things, I suspect, with children. Um, and so 
He's not actually been like arrested or anything, I don't think. Uh, but Spotify have basically been like, no, fuck you, not anymore. Um, yeah, and predictably I... enough, most people are like, oh, you know what, that is super creepy, fuck that guy. But inevitably, there are tedious arseholes who are like, <gasps> censorship. Um, well, my, my bigger concern with it is where exactly do they draw the line here? So if Spotify are going to come out and say, we take a strong moral stance on the you know the artist that we promote and we will no longer promote R. Kelly because he probably done a thing with a child that he shouldn't have done. Well, if you start going down that route with musicians, you're going to have a real problem because I'd imagine there are a lot of them with, you know histories of domestic violence for example or actual violence or extensive criminal records and it's like so okay this guy was this guy spent time in prison for murdering someone do we continue to promote their music what about you uh, are you talking about lead belly i'm talking about a lot like there are a lot of people who have you know a lot of musicians up and down the spectrum have taken a lot of drugs Done domestic violence in some cases actually killed people. Who's like, actually where... killed someone? Uh, Lead Belly. Who's Lead Belly? <laughs> Lead Belly is a very famous uh, folk singer from America. Uh... He was around the same time as uh, Woody Guthrie. Don't know who that is. Inspired either. Bob Dylan. Okay. I'm very current with my references, Dan. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Let's belly. I know. I I I think you're right, oh. Adam. Yeah, it's just a weird thing to suddenly decide that having like not done any kind of policing of the music that they had on their platform, and like to make it clear, they're not banning any of his stuff. They're just not promoting it and not putting it in their own playlists anymore. So it'll still be there, but it just feels super weird. Oh, so to just draw the line at this point and go right. Okay, so you can't do this. All the other crimes, they're okay. Just don't do this one. Otherwise, mm. we'll strike you from our lists. I remember when uh, I was in a, I was in a club in Leicester with Graham and uh, Graham and Louis and Hayden, and a Michael Jackson song came on. And we were all dancing to it. And somebody came up to me and said, don't dance to this because he's a pervert. And, um, well, we, we didn't stop dancing. But uh, she she said the same thing to Louis. And he thought that what they said was, don't dance with him, he's a pervert, pointing at, <laughs> <laughs> pointing at Graham. <laughs> And he just thought, yeah, that's that's fair comment. <laughs> but the same person did go up to the DJ, and the DJ did stop playing Michael Jackson, which was uh, it was not did, a majority did he, decision. Did he stop it? Did he stop it in the middle of the track with a record scratch? Uh, it was shortened somehow. Oh, you see, I would have just I would have just done like a immediate stop with a record scratch, and then start another track as if nothing had happened. I would have stopped, and I would have gone onto the microphone and said, this person wants me to stop playing Michael Jackson. Uh, what do the rest of the audience think? And hope that they, they turned on her viciously. You see, that that sounds quite like vigilante justice. Mm. I'm not sure I can support that, Chris. Mob justice, at least. You know, it's, it's a good job I never got my DJing licence, because For there would have been reasons. a lot of bloodshed. <laughs> I mean, yeah. to be fair, you probably shouldn't have put that on the application. When, whenever anybody requested a song that was not popular, I would point them out, say it's not my fault. <laughs> I was doing what they wanted. That's that's a good way to run a, a nightclub, isn't it? What? Just give the, give the people what they want. Yeah, yeah. Slaughter. <laughs> well, no, but but people that request songs should be responsible for their actions. Yeah, totally. They should own that decision. I mean, I would agree with you more, except for the fact that I know for certain that I have requested some terrible, terrible songs in club ju- pub jukeboxes. So, um, yeah, I would. Do I used to. Uh, I used when 
when I was at university, I went through a phase of requesting um, Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-a-Lot every nothing, Friday. Nothing and the DJ never played it. And it got to the point is that he said, you ask for this song every week. And I said, yeah, and you never play it. So <laughs> that's your job. <laughs> that didn't win him over. Mm. Uh, you see, that's, that's poor form. Like, as a DJ... You've got to just play what's requested. That's the law. Yeah. He must have thought, well, this song is being requested every week and I'm ignoring it. Mm. I should have um, done that cartoon thing of just a series of ingenious disguises so that he thought there was huge demand for it. <laughs> what, like in a, in like a, a, a nose glasses? Yeah, yeah. Or maybe big, I should have paid... Hat. Maybe I should have paid people a pound each to go and request it. Uh, you see, that sort of thing gets suspicious quickly when you get like a, a quick succession of people all coming up and asking for the same track. Yeah, no, they they need to space it out throughout the evening. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's that's why my DJ career didn't didn't go anywhere. Yeah, well, I'm sure there are other reasons as well. So yet again, I haven't opened up the Google document. Um, yes. I mean, we've covered like half of it already. Have we? Yeah. Um, well, what what's missing? So, um, obviously, apart from the fabulous celebrity wedding that Adam attended uh, over the bank holiday, uh, before that, some other people got married, and apparently a lot of other people made a big fuss about it. I don't know if any of you have feelings with a capital F on the subject. I don't care one way or the other. Yeah. I, um, I refused to watch it. To the point I was in the kitchen and I refused to go in the living room until the channel was changed. Is your wife quite into the royal wedding? Uh, no, but there were... I think she wanted to see it because there were people that would want to talk to her about it. Ah, I see. Okay, that that seems exciting. And I, in fairness, I did say, I don't mind if you want to watch it, but I will wait in the kitchen until it's over. And uh, she missed me so much that she changed the channel. Oh, so well, there you very are. sweet. It's very sweet, yes. Yes. Um, yes. It just goes to show threats do work. That's a true, that's a lovely, lovely love story. I was so unreasonable, but um, because of her love, she she relented. Cool. So, um, yeah, no one gives a shit about that. Excellent. Um, oh, yeah, did you hear the one about the Ukrainian dudes? Hang on, Dan. Did you have something to talk about with the royal wedding? No. Literally, I just wondered if anyone cares. I'd assume that at <laughs> okay. least one of you would have a take or an opinion in some way, shape or form. But all three of us my... are basically like, eh. My opinion as a Republican, not the American kind, yeah. is that um, that we shouldn't have a royal family. Okay, so you are actually an active Republican. Well, no, no, I'm not active. Well, no, but not... as in... You've asked me, you, you've, you've eked out this opinion wait, from sorry, me. When I mean active, I mean as in you care one way or the other, unlike Adam or I, whose opinion can be broadly categorised as eh. Well, I have a view, is yeah. that we, we shouldn't have them. Okay, fair enough. Um, however, if we have to have them, mm. then I think these two are quite good ones. Fair enough. In unrelated news, I looked up the Harry Hitler thing, and that was in 2005, so... He was doing it way before Roseanne, so he's still cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, they seem nice, I guess. Um, yeah. My... Okay, that's your that's your hot take. Well, my hot take is that I really don't give a shit. I mean, I, I can't be bothered to be a Republican because I think of all the problems in the country, they're, they're like 5,000th on the list. You see, my, my take on it is very much that... We've actually got quite a good system because if you go with the the classic system of actually uh, a monarchy that does something, mm. then the monarchy well you don't want a no, essentially unelected dictatorial system. Now, if you go with the, like say the American system where you have like a president, mm. well then the president. Well, I mean, look what you've got with Trump. The president yeah. can do all of this stuff unilaterally that generally fucks up the country. Mm. So what we've actually got is quite a nice system yeah. where the queen can't actually. Do much, yeah. But neither can the government, even when they're functional. Um, and so, 
really nobody has the power to just get bored and fuck the country up on their own. Now, obviously, the government can get together and, in tandem with an opposition who, frankly, don't give a shit either way, mm. uh, ruin the country, as has been happening for, like, the last ten years. Yeah. But it becomes that much more difficult for a random lunatic to just bollocks the whole thing up for everybody. Yeah. I think what you're saying is is that we're essentially... Uh, we have a constitution that's the equivalent of being constipated. But that's better than having the shits. Yeah, pretty much. Is no, that, is no, that... no. I'm that. That's that's very much not what I was saying. Chris. <laughs> I think that's 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 my that's what I've taken from it. No, it wasn't. It wasn't so much that you can't do any shitting. It was that you're constrained in it so that you don't ruin the entire country with your shit. I don't know how to it, it's, it, fit I this guess analogy. It's like having in. a butt plug in rather than having the shits. I was going to go nappy rather oh, than fine, yeah, like... no. Nappy probably works better. Yeah. Um, but in any case, I feel like we have a... Re- Absent the current political situation, which, God willing, is an aberration and will not be around for much longer... We're going to have, we have an October election, good... aren't we? I, I, yes, almost certainly. <laughs> um, but... I just don't want to, is the reality. I really don't want there to be. As much as I want there to be, I just can't face another election. I don't think an election, another election is going to go massively differently from this one. The most likely outcome of another election is that the Conservatives can't even form a coalition government if they get the DUP on side. I, I thought they were generally polling about the level that they polled before the last one. They are... But my suspicion is that they probably will end up in a situation, either where they are now, where they could get a coalition with DEP, or so much worse off that nobody can form a capable government. Oh yeah, nobody can form a government. And let's be honest, right now that is probably the best hope that Britain has, is nobody actually being able to form a government. Well, don't we need to, like, do... When I say do something about Brexit, I don't necessarily mean stop it, but... If we're going to do it, like, attempt to do it not the best chance, or actively not do it. Well, the Conservatives can't do anything other than punch each other in the balls trying to decide which route they should take. Yeah. And the Labour Party can't do anything other than punch each other in the balls over what route they should take. Yeah. So the best approach is probably not to let either of them anywhere near it, and maybe let some people who aren't constantly punching each other in the balls about it try. You know when you you hear about Italian politics, yeah, and you you kind of chuckle to yourself of what a basket case it is, yeah. Um, we that's where they've got that boy band running the country, isn't it? <laughs> we we kind of have we kind of have almost the same now, don't we? Pretty, Pretty much. much. We're we're reaching the point where there needs to be extraordinary measures taken, where we just appoint a a caretaker technocrat. technocrat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as I said, at this point, basically anybody, either apart from the main two parties, would be preferable. Would you take a Liberal Democrat-led government? I would take anything right now uh, outside of, like, UKIP or the EDL or something like that. But, like, I would take any sensible approach to government that doesn't involve either the current Conservative Party or the current Labour Party trying to violently break themselves into pieces on the national stage rather than actually running the country. I do feel like we could learn a bit from either the Ukrainian or the uh, Korean um, parliaments and just settle it all with a proper fist fight. You see, I think we could learn a lot from Belgium and just have the best part of 18 months without a functioning government. They performed really well in those 18 yeah, months, absolutely. didn't they? Have they? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It was a while ago. They, they do have a functioning government now, but oh, yeah, they had they had almost eighteen months where nobody could form a majority uh, government. No, in fairness, they've done that in Germany as well, and Germany seems and to be trotting on quite nicely. So um... no, no, but as in nobody could form a coalition government at all. Yeah. Like they just couldn't. It took like months and to form a German one. 
so they had no functioning government, mm. and it worked really well because all of the bureaucrats just carried on doing their jobs of running the country, mm. you know, from a functional point of view. But nobody was there to just inject random bullshit policies to throw everything out of whack. Mm. So everything just kind of ticked over as you would expect it to, and it was all great. I think the problem with that is that um, we we will need somebody to make a decision. Well, we haven't had one made yet, so... No, and in a strange way, I do admire Theresa May's policy of just delaying the decision. Yeah. I feel like I have a great deal of empathy for that point of view mm. of like, well, I'll just deal with it tomorrow, it'll be fine. Yeah. And then it's like... You get to tomorrow and you get to the evening. It's like, oh, I totally forgot to do it. I'll uh, I'll, I'll do it the weekend. Um, but also, I'm not responsible for an entire country. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about maybe a laundry basket, aren't you? That yeah, kind or of like paying <laughs> a the... bill. Yeah, I, I need to like. I've got some dirty washing up I left in the sink over the weekend. That's the kind of scale of res- of that you're talking about, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, I never. To, to my knowledge, I'm pretty sure. You, you mean correct me if you remember something that I've forgotten, but I don't think I don't think I've ever delayed finalising a major trade deal, for example, just seemingly indefinitely. Yeah, I mean, it's quite funny that they've basically delayed starting rather than just. I mean, and nothing that I've ever. Nothing I've ever put off, I don't think, has potentially caused either a return to civil war in Northern Ireland or possibly, in an outside case, the reunification of Ireland. I mean, in fairness, isn't kind of Irish reunification and Scottish independence the best case scenario here? Well, not if you're not the if you're Conservative English. Party. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about the Conservative Party. Um, well, no, neither do I, and seemingly neither do any members of the Conservative Party, but that seems to be beside the point. Yeah, it is quite funny to watch them go proper, like, Judean people's front, people's front of Judea on each other. Yeah, and the saddest thing about all of it is that Boris Johnson, front and centre, who actually doesn't give a shit about any of it, just goes with whoever is the most politically expedient thing to do at the time, Mm. and yet is largely responsible for the nonsense that we're in at the moment. Yeah. I don't know, maybe eventually the Russians will get bored of him and assassinate him. I, I mean, think we got here because of talking about the royal wedding, didn't we? Yeah. Yes. Now, the royal couple I'm not very interested in. There is a couple I am interested in getting an update for. Yeah. And that's uh, that's from you, Daniel. So... Um, and uh, you, the lovely... So... I'm, which I'll bleep out. Yeah, so I may be fucking it up um, in that I have... Did you, did you invite her around and play last week's podcast? No. Um, I have followed her on Twitter though and she now follows me so who knows but um, yes I believe that's legally binding yeah um, but yeah I uh, I texted her asking if she wants to go out for dinner yesterday and she has still not got back to me well I'm quite sad about this oh yeah. well, I mean uncertainty is surely preferable to rejection oh yeah totally. did you did you specify a time for dinner no was it like, do you want to go out for dinner tonight? No. Or or sometime? I mean, what what what? It was kind of. What were the constraints of this? Um. We can help. I mean. Thank you for cooking for me. Um, I'm not going to have a kitchen for a while. Can I buy you dinner in return? Uh, there's this place in Stressham I want to try. Shall we go there? Oh, that sounds that's very good, Dan. Actually, mm. I'm impressed with that. Yeah. Well, now, now, was this is a crucial one? Is did you attach a dick pic? I did not. I'm beginning to think <laughs> I should have done. Well, I know what Graham would say if he was here. What would Graham say if he was here? <laughs> he would say yes. You should have attached a dick pic. Well, I know, and that is why I feel that I shouldn't. Yeah, I mean, I. I know you like. In all honesty, I would. I I think that you are correct not to. Mm. I mean, I, I appreciate that it is kind of the um, the beta male option, as it were, to not 
flaunt my genitalia at every possible opportunity. But um, yeah, I mean, you did I that like, in like uh, keep... Will's house, exactly. But I, I like, yeah. and as with you, I, I like to keep people waiting for that kind of thing. I had to wait a long time, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, well, I mean, I would, I would like an update. Uh, I think that that was a good move. Mm-hmm. I think that was well worded, light and breezy. Light so, and breezy. I'm pleased to see yeah. you in Brooklyn Nine Nine quotes. Oh, I didn't know it was Brooklyn. Apparently, but it is a very good Brooklyn Nine Nine quote. I didn't know it was. Yeah. It's a um, it's an adapted quote from Friends. Hmm. So they've obviously Brooklyn Nine Nine have obviously stolen it. Quite possibly. Would be ironic, as it's about police. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I, I see. Yeah. Um, okay. Now, you said something interesting. Mm-hmm. You said you won't have a kitchen for a while. Well... Why is this? It's a half-lie. Um, oh, okay. Because he, he's, he's shut the door to his kitchen. <laughs> no, no, no. So, basically... Um, no, so, you're, you're lying. This this is no, an intriguing lie. No, I wasn't lie. lying at all. Um, you... I wasn't lying at the time. So, basically... Um, well, no, no. Hang on. It sounds it's right. like... Let me explain. This is this is very MP. Let so, me explain. So, I mean, this is... I am I lying thought you, I... It's taking fucking ages. My yeah. rent on the current So, you place. trashed your kitchen in, in the manga... <laughs> My, my current place is, as you've seen, quite small um, and has yeah. nowhere to really, like, eat in a proper, like, with a table and shit. So, um, and also, my rent here expires on the 10th of June. So I thought that I was going to lose my kitchen very soon because I'd moved back in with Dad. But um, I emailed my landlord afterwards because... Has your dad not got a kitchen? Well, yeah, but he's back in Guildford. Where's the rest of his house? Also in Guildford. And it seems odd to highlight the kitchen. Well, yeah, but I don't want to drag her all the way back to Guildford to my dad's to cook her food. But you're also going to lose your bedroom. Yes. And your living room. Yes. Which is the same as my kitchen. I see where you were going with this. Because after you, you don't have a kitchen for a while, so she's part of the solution to no kitchen... By extension, you will not have a bed as well. And maybe she can help with that. I see the logic. I wasn't being quite that dishonest. Um, <laughs> but, so, in it, but, in it, so after having done, done that, I suddenly realised how long I was actually going to be without a house at all, and I didn't really fancy commuting. Uh, so I emailed the landlord asking if I could have an extension, and he said yes. So um, that's good. So I will have a kitchen now, but I didn't at the okay. time I texted up. Well, this is where you need to text her back and go, actually, I'm going to have a kitchen now, so date's off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. If she, if she says no, you can say, well, actually, I've got a kitchen again. Didn't need so, it anyway. So I don't care. I think in all possibility, um, I just won't do that. This has reminded me of one of my favourite Will stories ever. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I'm worried now. I think he'd like reliving it. Um, you're involved, Dan. You were there. God. We were in Godalming in a Weatherspoons, and Graham was there, mm. and I was there, and Adam was there. The whole gang was there. Yeah. Uh, you arrived a bit later, but Will had been there, and he was quite drunk, and he was trying to chat up some girls on a table. Mm. And the way he was trying to chat them up is it be, it was before the smoking ban. Yeah. And he kept on going over to to ask them to light his cigarettes. That was oh, his... yes, I remember that. <laughs> that was his way in. And they obviously just hated him. Well, like, but... once. Once is fine. But, like, doing it every, like, 15 minutes. Yeah. But he, he was trying to... He was trying to build up a bit of conversation around lighting the cigarette and it didn't work <laughs> it went very badly did you set fire um, to himself n- no uh when you arrived you were there for about 10 minutes and will had drunk too much and he said dan would you be able to drive me home mm. uh and you said yeah yeah i can do that and then, then about five minutes later he said dan you need to drive me home now <laughs> made you leave <laughs> 
Do you not remember? You you were there for about 15 minutes in total. No. Because you arrived and Will had had too much... um, Oh, I vaguely remember this, yeah. Um, Did he go car surfing on the way home? Well, it would have just been you and him, so I don't know. But but the, the reason I was reminded of this is that as he left, he staggered over to the table and shouted at these three girls, Ah, egg on your face! I had a lighter the whole time. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, I think that's probably the perfect place to end this week's episode. Yes. With no, with no Graham. With no Graham, uh, he obviously had a very long tea. Probably pissed well, the is skull. there anything on the? Is there anything on the the thing I've not? Don't even bother to look at no. anymore. That no, not that we need to cover today. We. Uh, we just need to wait for Graham to rejoin us yeah. and to sort his fucking schedule out so that we can restart D&D. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I do, I do for a different reason, need both of your addresses. Okay. Okay, I will send them to you. You can just I'll tell them to me mind. now. I'll definitely no, bleep I'm not, it out. I'm not that stupid, Chris. Yeah, I'll message it you shortly. I'm not, I'm not concerned with your malice. I'm just concerned with you forgetting and not doing it. Yeah, basically. But then you... Um, well, what about my malice that if if you... Dan, mute button. Whatever, we've pretty much finished the actual podcast. It's all going to get cut. But but then I can... Well, no, I'm not going to say that because then you might not even send it to me. So yes, that's fine. If you email it to me, I definitely won't share your your information with anyone else. If I message well, you... You can't now under the GDPR. Uh, as, if I'm acting as just an individual, then I can. Can't I... I mean, there's only one way to find out. Yeah. yeah, if I'm if I'm a company, if I'm a business, then I can't. If I'm just well, an annoying I mean, bad friend, then I, I mean, mean I, can, no... I can try reporting you to the ICO and see what happens. You can't legislate for annoying bad friends, can you? Well, I mean, this is true. No. So anyway, I need them, and I need Graham's as well. So uh, send them to me. We can't do that. Why not? GDPR. Yeah, but but you're you're his annoying bad friend, and maybe I want it for a nice thing, so maybe you should send it. Mm, GDPR. In fact, I'm not even sure I can uh, communicate with you anymore. Do you think I could? Do you think I could dox him? Y- yes, that's I mean, what we're worried about. <laughs> no, no, okay, no. What? Not, not, not the the telling someone else bit. The finding it out. I think I could private eye him. Sorry, what? I I reckon I I reckon I could find out where he lived. I sort of remember a bit. For fuck's sake, Chris! How do you not remember where he lives? Hasn't he like texted at you or emailed at you some other time in the past? Well, yeah, in but fact, I don't. Some, haven't I texted you or emailed you sometime in the past so you could find out where to go when you came to visit me? At... Well, yeah, but my phone my phone can't save that forever. Oh, of can, only... can only hold like twenty text messages. Yeah, yeah, I have to delete. I have to go through and prune out text messages so that... Well, um, you now have a permanent record of my address in the Twitter feed, so um, enjoy that and do with it what you will. I'll only be there for another month or so. Okay, I've got one month. Yeah. Right, I'm on notice. And then you won't have a kitchen. Wink, wink. Indeed. Or a bedroom. Wink, wink, wink. Wink, wink, wink. Yeah, or a toilet. I can't think Uh, I've missed a few tricks with this... Seduction business. It's fine. I can shit at work. Okay. <laughs> Are you sure Craig would like that? I, I mean, I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't add that to your chat up repertoire. But <laughs> yeah, she's not German. I only no. need to borrow your kitchen and your bed. <laughs> it's fine. I can shit at work. Yeah. No, I feel I've got to be explicit with that. She might worry otherwise. <laughs> It's your 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 reputation precedes you. God, I hope not. I am. Okay, I do live in um, sort of a vague, constant terror that she's like listened to a random episode of the podcast, liked it, and is now mainlining the whole thing in increasing horror and disgust. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll see. I, I mean, I I didn't think that I would be giving you genuine relationship advice ever, but you you don't need to tell her about your toilet plans. No, I, I know, Chris. <laughs> that's that's good. Yeah. You tell us. We want to know. 
I've already told you, I'm going to shit at work. <laughs> I do anyway, it's good fun. Oh, no, no, Craig, that'll be in your performance review. I've yet to block the work toilet, in fairness. <laughs> okay, they must have good plumbing. I don't think so, which is the odd thing. But anyway. Okay. Looks like a Victorian building. It's going to have shit plumbing. Yeah. Oh, well, I've run out of stuff now. Good. Now? Okay. Well, in that case, uh, I guess that's the end of the podcast. We will all go together when we go, all suffused with an incandescent glow. No one will have the endurance to collect on their insurance. Lloyds of London will be loaded when they go.